hate. Thank you guys for uh, joining. This is Deontay from the House of Wood podcast with some of my friends, Jalen and Joshua. Uh, this is our podcast revolving around video gaming, and we have some topics we wanted to bring to you guys today. And that's pretty much it. Let's just go ahead and jump right into the first topic of the day. The first topic that we wanted to actually discuss was the PlayStation 5 showcase um, versus the Xbox Series X showcase. I know the last time we talked, we were still speculating on what the actual PlayStation 5 showcase would show. Now we've literally waited so long that now we have seen not only the PlayStation 5 one, but we've also seen the Series X showcase or their bigger showcase um, than what they showed previously. So um, to just, I guess, start off, what was your, I guess, get the temperature of everybody? Uh, Jay. Or, well, Josh, what did you see from the PlayStation 5 showcase that you enjoyed? And then what did you see from the Microsoft showcase that you enjoyed? Um, yeah, I had to rewatch the, um, or like catch back up on what Sony actually showed. Because um, I, I remember the big titles like Spider-Man, which uh, looks good. Um, Horizon 2 um, and a couple of third party things like uh, Resident Evil 8. Um, but uh, it was a lot of in between that and remember because they they did show a lot of uh, I guess smaller uh, indie games. Mm-hmm. Um, some of them look interesting, but Sony's big titles like Spider-Man and things uh, looked good graphically. Uh, you know that they are going to put a lot of work into the actual gameplay as well. Um, but for me, I didn't have a like one big game that I like needed to play other than Demon Souls remake, but it's a game that I've already played, so it it's not really pushing me to get the PS5 just yet. Um, but I'm gonna get it. Obviously, it's just day one. It, I, w- I want there to be a couple of things that I uh, need to pick up. Um, versus the Xbox, they didn't have as many uh, big titles as uh, Sony. Like their biggest title was Halo Infinite, and everything else was smaller smaller games or indie games and any any game that what might have been big it was just like a cg trailer so yeah. you don't get any gameplay of it mm-hmm. um which that's where sony wins in that um, presentation because they all they had just straight games really no you know not a lot of talking mm-hmm. and um gameplay uh, all the games they show had gameplay i don't think there was any cg trailers other than like maybe Spider-Man and Horizon, but it had those could be gameplay as well and not just straight up like CG. Whereas the Microsoft, like Halo was their big game that they showed gameplay for, but nothing else they had like a gameplay demo. Fable was just a a one minute uh, CG trailer that showed nothing about the game. Um, So Microsoft is just not, it doesn't seem like they have a lot to bring to the table and what they are bringing they're not presenting it well yeah um uh for the stuff you may have or may have not seen uh Jalen what are some things that you would uh or I, I would guess with the showcases was there anything that you saw afterwards that may have felt like okay this is something I would be interested in or something that I would actually want to 
you know, pay attention to? Anything that they kind of, that you saw on the internet or anything like that in particular? Uh, shoot. Uh, in particular, not really. Um, hey, they was trying to finesse when they had showed that, uh, that Spider-Man. People was like, man, it's a whole new game, bro. I'm like, dang, they came out this game kind of quick because they just made the other PS4 Spider-Man game. Yeah. Then it was like, nah, this is just like some DLC or whatever. So, you know, people was on the high train, like, man, man, they played us. Yeah. But, um, I mean, it ain't nothing like, no, nah, it ain't nothing specific, honestly. Um, I felt like they line up with everything, uh, both Xbox and, and um, PlayStation is just kind of like, they ain't, I don't know. I don't know what's going on. Like, I just, I don't feel like they come in with like a whole lot of heat. I don't know if it's like due to COVID is like a lot of like production and stuff is like slowed down, but I ain't really see like, no like, you know, like no super hot fire that people just like, Hey, this, this look, you know what I'm saying? But they do got that horizon. That's when it come out. Um, I thoroughly enjoyed the first horizon. Um, usually I don't play games like that. Well, you know, a third person, like shooter, similar to like, um, like the last of us or like um uncharted and stuff like that but i felt like horizon had a pretty good spin on it so um if i was to invest in a ps5 um that definitely be a game that i end up copying um you know they need to bring that final fantasy part two on that mug <laughs> <laughs> they might as well put that mug on there man i'm like square enix man i'll put that final yeah. fantasy on there man i i go ahead and cop that uh that sophisticated uh that router that they sell in that white router. So, but, um, no, nah, to answer your question, I mean, it wasn't nothing, um, specific. I do, I will say they just need to quit playing and just go ahead and give us that price point, man. Cause I feel like they making me more skeptic. Like they talking about this mug coming out at the end of 2020. We still ain't got this price point. So, I mean, oh, that's like, that's kind of dead. I mean, the thing coming out in less than what, five months at this point. Yeah. So we still don't got a price point. I'm like, I'm in school. I need to know how much money. Like, I can put yeah. a couple of hours aside a month or whatever, but I can't even do that. So, yeah, that's a um, pretty troubling for both showcases. And not to mention anything, it seems as if they Xbox doesn't want what happened last time to happen again. And PlayStation knows that there is probably going to be more expensive, but they, I'm assuming, because there's a rumor going around on August. August 6th that they're going to go ahead and release more content about what they're going to be able to offer and then that's when they're going to say okay we showed you this we're going to show you more stuff that you're going to be divested in and then now we're going to tell you why you should pay this price <laughs> to play it so I think that's what they're going to do they're going to hold those cards real close to their chest but I think they're going to do that by August um, it makes no sense for them not to start the pre-order so that they can showcase what they have or what's going to be accomplished in their fourth quarter. It, it makes sense now to do it. Um, so I'm assuming that they're going to do it really soon, if not in the next two weeks. Um, that's just a guess, but I, that's what I think. Um, for me, and I'm probably going to be the, the long-winded one, but for me, the PlayStation 5 um, showcase um, showcased essentially why you would want to purchase a PlayStation 5. Um, it showcased the reasonings behind that, and it showcased the actual graphical next-gen updates that you would want to see. Um, 
it wasn't even games that necessarily were uh showcasing their the strengths it was just showcasing how they're how they're fine-tuning everything how stuff looks like it's going to be relatively speedy kind of like the ratchet and clank um demo where it just showed how as you move through these worlds it's going to be easier load times it's not going to be it's going to be instantaneous um they showed how they were going to be using the haptic feedback with little big planet and they showed how they're going to be using the haptic feedback with astro's room or i believe it's world one of those two um they showcased the graphical fidelity of spider-man and they showcased the graphical fidelity of horizon that that project i don't even know what it's called but it was like project something um it showcased you know basically what we were expecting from a next-gen console it, we, we wanted it to be even if it's not you know 60 frames per second it still showcases what these next-gen consoles can per se do um i think when that happened what microsoft should have responded with and i think that they dropped the ball on it unfortunately is they should have responded with the same type of um, experience why is it important for or how can we make our consumers or people that's going to buy our product feel special um, PlayStation was able to do that because they made them feel special because they have the exclusivities they have the the fidelity they have the the, the features that people want to see when it comes to why I'm going to buy a new console versus Xbox they kind of just showcased how we're so much more consumer friendly than PlayStation. Granted, that is, in my opinion, the better the better of two evils, but people don't care. I think people more so would rather spend more money and showcase why my product is special um, than actually getting a value out of it. They they would rather continue the same model as previously shown where you pay $60, you play that game, you, 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 you stop playing that game, and then you return it for $45, which is probably going to end up costing you about 15 bucks. In the long run, you buying Game Pass Ultimate, and you're getting Project X Cloud, and you're playing all their exclusives that come out. It's probably a better value in that than what PlayStation is giving you, but they don't care because they feel special because they, they was able to play something that most other people couldn't unless they bought into that same format so it's like a, um it's like uh you don't know what's good for you um type of deal like your mama trying to feed you you know vegetables you, you feel like you had a bucket because it's not something that you've deemed worthy but in the long run it's going to be something that's actually going to be beneficial to you um, kind of like netflix and versus cable if you're nobody's nobody wants to purchase cable anymore everybody just wants subscription-based stuff everybody wants to stream their stuff so i know in the long run that microsoft is probably going to have the heads up i just don't know if that's the company that's going to make people understand it because people don't when people think about microsoft they don't think about that type of stuff they kind of think about how they lack in you know um, they lack in like their ability to put out good games they lack in that exclusivity format they lack in all of that they don't they don't have the ability to make great games and i think that kind of stems from their history of being a software-based computer company versus like sony being a movie-based company 
and having so much stuff to deal with cameras and all this extra technology i think sony just you know harnesses that stuff when it comes to their studios and it kind of shows in their games even if they're not like the most you know complex games ghost of shishima is not a complex game but it's beautiful to look at so that's why people are going to be attached to it and they kind of nail what they're looking for in their themes i think they just have better studios at this point um but i don't think that microsoft can't catch up so the thing about it is is this um xbox and playstation 5 both are currently no longer competing with each other playstation 5 has a totally different model than what xbox is going for but at the same time xbox is still trying to care cater to the previous history of um xbox the previous history of that that platform and how games are delivered to to consumers they're still trying to cater to that but also trying to move the genre forward or move the the actual um industry forward versus playstation they kind of want to stay the same and at some point um it's going to start looking bad I don't know if that's going to be after people buy their PlayStation 5 or before. Um, you're going to start seeing the, the difference in value. I don't know if they're going to care, but they will see that once they realize that they can't play all their games that they had on their PlayStation 4, where they don't only see Spider-Man and Miles Morales as a day one drop for the games, where they see that you know there is so much additional things that you kind of get with your Xbox that you can play on four different generations and on one console that you no longer have to think about not being able to use your peripherals and you still can use your old Xbox controllers. It's not going to be the same on the PlayStation 5. So once people actually grasp that that is something that's changing and that's something that's going to be different and it's going to be a different perspective of how people look at those two consoles, that's when I feel like they're going to showcase what the Microsoft can actually do and um i just think they just did a poor job of showing that um in their consoles or in their in their in their showcase i think they did a great job it was in showing their variety showing what they have to offer what they've been working on that's great i just think that they did not sell people that's not in their ecosystem on their said ecosystem if that makes sense yeah um i thought that well it really was their whole message um but i thought that their what they try to get across that all of this is available on game pass because they say everything that you don't see today is available on game pass and so what that means is all these games as long as you have an xbox and you have game pass you can play them whenever you want they'll be usually launching same day as they do in a regular store and you can just pick them up for $15 instead of going to the store to spend $60. So if you don't think you're going to be interested in Halo 6, you at least have the ability to jump in and play it. And them saying that it's also going to be available on the Xbox One means that you don't even have to go out to get the new Xbox to play the new Halo. You can... As long as you got Game Pass, you can play these new games, which is good for people who already have Xboxes or things like that. Um, and I think long term, like you said, they show they showed a lot of new studios that they have. Mm-hmm. And they all have different projects. They're all working on multiple projects. 
So they might have, you know, a, a lot of new IPs and things like that in the future. But as of right now, all they can sell is this this bundle or this ecosystem that uh, once you come over here to Microsoft, this is what you get, which I think is a, a much better value um, money-wise. Like, I, personally, I'm at the point where I'd rather spend that 15 on Game Pass and play those games than, um, you know, go out and spend 60 on a PS4 game if it might come out on Game Pass in, like, a month or two. I can just wait. Right. Um, yeah. Whereas Sony, like I says, just the traditional sixty dollar game, five six hundred dollar console, seventy dollar controller deal that you're used to. And in order to play these games, you you know pre order, pick it up, and that's how you're going to be able to play the games. And um, I think people will be comfortable with that as long as Sony keeps delivering worthwhile content like Ghost of Tsushima, if they didn't have those games, or they, they come out once every three years or something like that, then it wouldn't seem as worth it, but for right now, it seems like they've been doing a good job. However, like Jalen said, they, they're they still looking pretty light when it comes to the PS5 and those new, those like big first party um, hits. Yeah, their their launch um, experience is definitely looking lighter than what it normally does. Um, yeah, it's definitely lighter than Microsoft's, which is weird because Microsoft they showcase a lot, but it doesn't feel like they have a lot, but they actually do. But it's kind of like, um, it's kind of the <laughs> the uh, the mediocre effect. It's like so much stuff of it is mediocre that they don't nobody cares. But mm-hmm. I think it's um I think they do have the more more diverse and more stronger lineup but nobody cares about most of the games that they're coming out with so that's what's causing this rift in like um competitiveness which i don't think at this point microsoft needs to compete i think i think sony has i think sony has beaten them to the point where they don't want to compete in that same realm anymore i think they want to compete in a totally different way which is smart i think um and again it's super consumer friendly, which makes me makes me feel like more more willing to give them a chance to move forward. Because I'm always going to still have my third parties to hold me over, and I'm not going to ever not have a PlayStation. I don't care if they they still do the same thing over and over. I'm probably going to still buy one. So I just I'm just more so for the people that's on the fence or can't afford to buy two. Um, and they would rather just pick one ecosystem, I would honestly still pick um, Microsoft just off the fact of the value. If you are moving over from a PlayStation 4 to a PlayStation 5, you're going to lose a lot more than you gain. Whereas over on Xbox, if you are already in that ecosystem, they already can tell you why you should continue forward on that. The whole thing was to actually get Microsoft to pull people from the playstation and that's at this point it don't seem like it's gonna happen i think they have to showcase what um what the true value of not having generations anymore is and until they actually do that in a meaningful way um which honestly they have on paper it's just like they haven't showcased it and people still don't give them enough credit for what they're actually doing um but i don't know Maybe 
maybe this once they once that you know time frame passes where they showcase that you still have plenty of things to play and they start dropping at least some exclusives that people really want to play um i know that avoid from um obsidian will bring people over and i know fable more than likely will bring people over is the depending on how pretty it looks um mm-hmm. they don't care about the rpg elements of it they would rather have more than likely a last of us than uh, anything but people like simplistic gameplay and they like it to look pretty so um simplistic gameplay is god of war that is last of us that is uncharted um that i mean out to a degree i don't think god of war is but it's to a degree where it's simplistic but it's also very um intriguing or at least interactive in a way i don't think these games have too much complexity if it had more complexity it probably wouldn't sell as well that's when you get into the neos and the um personas they don't they're not games they're not you know console sellers but they're definitely good games to have in your roster so um i think that's what they're looking that's what they need they need those competing games like uncharted they need those competing games like ghost of tsushima they need those competing games like Last of Us, where it's just, you know, st- strictly story-driven, pretty, and simple. Um, not saying that these are bad games. I don't want people to get that misconstrued. I just think I know what Sony is good at, and they kind of they kind of fall into that realm of making people feel like they make the same game, but the game is what people enjoy and what sells their console. So if they're not in order for them to stop making those games, the people have to stop liking them. And that's not going to happen. People like simplicity. Mm-hmm. People like to just, you know, step away from the real world for a little bit, feel like they actually have a little challenge and have a great story. So um adding more complexity to that makes it the, the entry level a little bit higher. Um Obsidian is obviously a high level of entry people love Skyrim but it wasn't as if it was so it was to the commoner it was it wasn't a common type of thing where people were just so adequate about it that's why they kept recent <laughs> reselling it because <laughs> they wanted Man, their they fan that base game probably like 30 times <laughs> they wanted the people to keep buying that game because it was their fan base that was loving it and they they had so many different you know techniques on how to resell something of the same thing but that's 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 what they need um Halo ain't it um obviously i think i think that the showing of halo uh which i i also want to you know talk about is just halo in general and that's showing um and how how mis how how misconstrued in the message behind that was so bad that people have to now create a narrative in their own minds on why it looked bad versus why it should I, I mean, I understand the f- the the push to get 60 frames per second and to be 4K, but if that push comes to the point where you got all that additional pop in and additional and 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 the textures look so last gen and it and at, at some points it looks worse than Halo 3. I don't know if you did yourself a disservice by doing that. I know it's 4K. I know it's 60 frames per second, but to showcase that type of game that's being really, really um, scrutinized as the game that you're going to compete against other, you know, like Last of Us and Uncharted. I think they kind of missed the, missed the mark on that one. And um, it was disappointing to see, but 
after you no, go wait, back. What? <laughs> yeah, the, the, the Halo, they it looked at garbage. I it, didn't check the video. It 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 looked it pretty bad, but if you watch the four K sixty frame per second one, it looks better. I wouldn't say it was it doesn't look like it's terrible, but it's not something that you go into next gen thinking that's what it's supposed to look like. Yeah, um, like you you've seen Horizon, you've seen like Ghost of Tsushima and stuff like that on the PS4 where it looks like amazing. Like how is this running on the PS4 and it's not like got terrible frame rate and stuff like that. Those games look amazing and they still play well. Uh, whereas Halo 6, it, it ran at 60 and like you say, it was 4K, but it doesn't look anywhere close as them. It looks like just a simple, you know, um, open world shooter. Final uh, like Fantasy Far Cry. Uh, yeah, like a, I mean, I would say more like a Far Cry or something where um, it, it's realistic, but it's not very, um, I don't know, interesting looking. But the, mainly it's because it's in an open world setting. It's more noticeable because you look out in the distance and the mountains don't look like amazing or something like that. Or the trees don't look amazing. And the lighting it, overall is pretty flat. Um, JPEGs. No, Halo. <laughs> no, I mean, because I play Halo Five with uh, Deontay, and Halo Five, on a technical level, looks better um, than Halo Six. And you know, they're saying like it's early build and stuff like that. But no matter what it is, that's not sh- what should have been shown. Yeah, that's not what you showcase for a game. And you you claim you have the most powerful console, and then you come out with that. Yes, you have the most powerful console, but at, at what cost? You got 4K 60, no checkerboarding, native, right? But you got this entire game looking as if it's from 2013. Like Far Cry 3 on my PC looked better. So it was kind of disappointing to see that and see like the, the grunts and <laughs> their armor and the close-ups and the screenshots that they put out didn't help their case at all. Um, yeah. But it was... It was it was opening to me because I always thought, you know, I, I didn't always think that because now most of my games I play in 1440p. I built my PC around 1440p because I knew as long as I have the, you know, be able to run it graphically at a better um, frame rate and have on the highest settings at 1440p, 1440p, it'll still look good. And I didn't need to necessarily go all the way to full 4K. Um, that has been a realization over the last year and a half. It was something that I always wanted when it, when it first, the PlayStation 4 Pro came out and the Xbox, I thought it was something better to be 4k, but it's not necessarily that much of a better thing. Um, honestly, it's just more so, and it showed when it, when they did that because, uh, last of us two runs at 1440 P I think 1440 P if I'm not mistaken. And it looks 10 times better than anything that that was showcased on that floor and that's a last gen console game so it was disappointing to see that but obviously those are two different games i can't compare those apples to apples. you know that's not apples apples comparison but yeah what they did show like um and and, it, and they're smaller companies so i can't cr- scrutinize them too much but like the tell us why um or i think tell me why game where it was kind of showcasing like the two brothers and sisters. It seemed like it was definitely upgraded from a 
um, Life is Strange, but it wasn't like Next Gen where it felt so much more promising or like the fidelity of it was so much greater. Um, it, everything just felt mediocre and there was nothing that really kind of showcases what the true power of that system that they claim it has. Um, it didn't showcase it at all. No, um, only thing that did, and it was a very small snippet, it was Forza's, Forza Motorsports, and they always look good. So nobody cares. They always look good. Yeah. <laughs> nobody cares, bro. So um, it was a lot to, it was lots of left to be desired. Again, I can't fault them because they are still the company that is more consumer friendly than most. Um, and they're still going to be that company for me when it comes to would you rather purchase this or that? I would rather purchase the Microsoft console, but at the end of the day, I'm going to have both regardless. Um, but it's it's kind of... It really um, comes down to their marketing team, whoever it is, because I feel like that is the issue, um, to reach out to developers who ma- you know who are making something and have them show something that looks really, really good. Just like they did, they didn't show all of their developers. Like they said, they have more that they're going to show later. Um, if the people that you're going to show later has something that looks more exciting, mm-hmm. then have them show first, and you can have the life is strange. Um, people wait, like or something. Like if you only can fit ten developers yeah. in there, get your best ten. Or I- if you you need to put some smaller ones in have your best five show something great and the other five they're smaller they're okay but you have those strong five to show off to people because um, even halo didn't show all their features that they're talking mm-hmm. about they're talking about 4k for the system 60 fps and ray tracing halo doesn't have any ray tracing so if that's your big the reason that we're going to the new system because the xbox one x can't do ray tracing why aren't you showing any games that can do ray tracing other than Forza? Yeah, they're saying there's going to be a patch down the line for Halo, which is like, <laughs> that is not next gen. <laughs> I don't understand what that, that message is so messed up. And then not even that, like, I mean, I have to talk about it, but the Xbox Series X is being, being um, held back by them trying to have that ecosystem i en- i want them to do that but it's being held back and then most of the games after that was kind of like cg trailers they honestly just said pc xbox series x so it's already going to be where i just think their messaging is so wrong i think that they have the better product but don't know how to market it properly um I think that sometimes their their message is so messed up and there's so many things that they try to emphasize and create, but then if some stuff falls flat and it kind of showcases that, okay, this isn't what you, what you said, though, or this isn't what you kind of promised. Phil Spencer going up there and saying that he's going to have, like, this is going to be some big blowout, and then it's, it's that, you know. I don't know if it's Phil Spencer's fault or he just don't know that what his developers and, you know, studios are really doing and he thinks that everything looks good. I don't know what he what he thinks. But to say that that was going to be something that's going to put, you know, PlayStation 5 on notice, that ain't happened. I know that 
Game Pass may have been their focus, and that's probably why they didn't add people into their, you know, people into that showing because they wanted to say at the end of the day, all these games coming to Game Pass. And if they showed anything else, they have to mess up their message. But at the same point, like, come on, you gotta show something that's gonna make me feel like I'm, I'm, you're proving something. Like Resident Evil, um, f- on PlayStation Five showcase, showcase what next gen should look like. And it still was, you know, there. And it was like, I don't understand what I don't understand what their team does when it comes to those things. Obviously, everybody's in a pandemic, so I have to give them grace. But um, Sony did the same. Sony did it, and they did okay. And it wasn't like it was a terrible showing. They actually showed stuff. Um, obviously, they're being a little bit more secretive with their information than Microsoft, but. They were still able to do stuff that um, that actually wowed people versus um, Microsoft's. So it, it has to be something that's done about how they market it, and it has to be done quickly because, I mean, the console's coming out soon. I think Xbox is going to showcase another. They're going to have another one where they kind of go over games that create or what's going to be available with these developers that are outside of the company. Um, but I think they were so focused on Game Pass that they had to cut stuff that they, cause Tetris Effect, like, come on, why does that have time on your stage? It just kind of feels as if they were doing that to showcase Game Pass, right? But, um, but the message should have been, you know, this is why you want to buy into us. Game Pass is a standalone product. That could have been a, you know, Xbox 2020 or something like that. That could have been a regular show where they talked about a Game Pass. They showed the games that they are so mentioned in the showing as all going to go become in the Game Pass. They didn't have to be on the main stage where everybody's watching because everybody left disappointed and not actually and thrilled, which still should be thrilled about that. But like I said, people don't care. People would rather pay more money for more to make them feel special. So. Um, that's where, that's where it kind of fell flat for me in a lot of different ways for the showcases. Man, I'm your boys, man. You like Microsoft. Bro, call, <laughs> no, you got your boy Phil Spencer on speed, dog. Call that man up and boy, hey, bro, look. I don't. Man, you need to, you, you need to act right, man. You acting, <laughs> you acting different. Nah, well, Keto, like, like I said before, I never really felt like Microsoft had a, I felt like they had potential to some degree, but honestly, like, so with the Xbox versus the PS2, PS2 had all the games. I think the biggest thing, Xbox, they kind of, they had that Xbox Live with the Halo. And Ooh. then with the 360 came out, they really got on, a, they really got put on the map because, in my opinion, you know, there's no statistical evidence and all this type of stuff. It's just a sample size of the people I talked to and get their opinion. People liked it, the cross-game party chat. That was probably like the, that was a huge hit. That in conjunction with the fact that PS3 couldn't code for uh, third-party games. When you playing Dark Souls on there, I mean, Dark Souls are already an ugly game, but, I mean, it's like Ugly Souls times 10. You play it on a PS3, and it's like laggy Souls, bro. I mean, shoot, run through Blight Town on a PS3 versus the Xbox. It's a wrap, bro. You 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 finna think that your uh, PS3 finna blow up trying to run that game, man. But, I mean, when they had games like yeah. The Last of Us and stuff like that, I mean, they was fantastic but it was just i feel like the biggest thing that xbox had going for it was a cross game party chat if you really think about the games that the 360 really had i mean 
people ain't, I mean, people cared about like Halo 3 and stuff like that when it came out, but the, the heavy hitters was like, there was that era, the Call of Duty, the Modern Warfare 2, people running cross-game party chat, and they just trying to hop on Xbox Live. That's all they wanted to do on there. I mean, that was, in my opinion, that was my, the bulk of my Xbox days. Like, that's all I remember was the Xbox Live. Like, Xbox Live is where is it at? So when the PS4 got on board on that, and then the PS4 started playing third-party games, the same, if not better, because the Xbox was acting weird when it first came out. I think they couldn't get up to 1080p or something. It was like 900. Yeah, they still but, can't. Not on the original, anyway. <laughs> so, I mean, that and then the price point and stuff like that. I mean, you put all those factors in there. It's just kind of like the the PlayStation been successful more times than the Xbox. It's always been a place for their gamers and stuff like that. And um, Xbox always shifting. They, like, they shift in how they sell their stuff. Like, well, we finna make y'all buy this Connect. Well, y'all don't want the connect, but we finna uh we finna just take away the connect. Now it's the same price as the PS uh four. Well, now we we didn't lower it the price. Well, actually it's cheaper than the PS4. Oh, we got a we got a stronger Xbox now. So I just f- kind of feel like they they playing catch up and stuff with everything they do. And they got complacent because of how the um 360 was booming with Xbox Live or whatever. So I mean, um I don't I don't really care for getting an Xbox. I mean, it, like y'all, I know y'all talked about Game Pass and all that stuff, sweet or whatever. Um, obviously, you can buy in and like get out of it and stuff like that. But I mean, it just depends on how much you gonna play the game and how much you keep track of that catalog. Out of curiosity, with Game Pass, if you do get a game on there, and let's say you plan it, you got an active running subscription. What happens if the um, let's just say you plan a game and it's the last month the game gonna be on there? What happens like? You just basically lose access to it. Your game cloud is still saved as normal, but you lose access to that said game. You can die at a discount because Game Pass also gives you a discount, but you do lose access to it. So it's not that it's, it's as if it doesn't delete from your console. It's still on there, but when you try to load it up, it's going to check for the um, licensing, yeah, basically. licensing basically, and then it's going to like say you have you don't have access to this game. So that's kind of how it how it treats it. Um, okay. Yeah. No, nah, I mean, that, that's straight. I mean, it, like y'all said, it's a, a lot of people just getting into this little cloud thing, like not cloud thing, but just kind of leasing things per se. I mean, it's even in a phone market, bro. Like you buy it, you use it. I'm done with it. I can get rid of it or I can keep it. It's kind of like giving people options. Like y'all said, to play the game's going to cost more on the PlayStation. I mean, I don't really like it that much, but I mean, I don't, I don't buy games that frequently and stuff. So if I buy three four seventy dollar games or something like that and like you said i can take them back to game stop and things like that i mean that's that's straight for me i don't i don't go through the, the games a lot and i like to have games where i can kind of submerge myself instead of playing like the little like indie games and all the other stuff on there and I'm, i don't really care for hey well they they need to let hey well they need to let that junk go to the land bro because i don't i don't know what they working on that that halo ain't halo no more yeah i mean i think that they they have a more um and and you are in the camp i would say of trying to decide which one you want right because you're not getting both exactly yeah i mean i'm i'm trying to decide which one would be you know viable and stuff clearly i want the games and stuff i need to see where that final fantasy 7 part 2 hitting on so i mean that's that's my biggest thing. King of Hearts ain't a factor no more. They didn't let me down, but it's hard though. <laughs> Square I mean, <laughs> there go those Square Enix. Uh, <laughs> man, I'm trying to swing around big swords, man. 
<laughs> I need my materia. I need meteor. I need all that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. Uh, uh, so my 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 question to you then is obviously you only play for certain games right and you only you you don't necessarily try to you're not trying to play different things the only thing that we play together mostly is it is third party platformers but sometimes they i mean third third party games but they most of the time they are like either free or they have something that we more likely have a common you know, um, interest in when you, when you plan on, when you plan on, you know, looking at these games and buying those said games, you're more so you're being sold on the PlayStation because they have more of the, the actual, uh, I can't even think of them now. They have the actual games that you want to play, right? That's, that's the reason why you're, kind of pushing towards PlayStation. It's, it's solely because the exclusive games that they have to offer, right? Not mm-hmm. really much to, else. To, to some, so the, the biggest thing what pushed me towards the PlayStation is um, I know that PlayStation, they're going to they gonna prioritize their game. So even if they don't got a strong lineup off jump or from jump or whatever, they, I know they're going to deliver some games. So you got that aspect of it. Mm-hmm. Price point is another thing. Um, if if it comes out more expensive and stuff, I'm going to really have to, like, figure out what I want to do or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I know, like, with the Xbox, like, the whole lineup for the Xbox One just over time, it just wasn't ever really that good. Looking back in hindsight, the games that I played on the 360, most of those games that I played wasn't first-party games. I was playing Call of Duty. I was playing Sonic Generations. I was playing... Um, I was playing some indie games on there. I was playing um, Army of Two or whatever that game. You know what I'm saying? Those are all third-party games and stuff. They just happen to run better on the Xbox. So, mm-hmm. so going back to my point, they don't have the exclusive that I'm looking for. Um, and then another thing is, personally, I feel like, well, I ain't gonna say I feel like this kind of a little bit debatable, but. I like to play games for like stories and stuff like that and be able to like invest time like on a um you know just progressing through the game and stuff like that if i'm not playing something quick like destiny or like overwatch or whatever mm-hmm. but um i feel like J- japanese games they they're in touch with that japanese market so not only do i have the western market at my disposal i got the um the Eastern market at my disposal too. So they gonna come out with those games and stuff like that. And they not always the best games. I mean Namco Bandai. I mean they 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 garbage now, bro. They every every anime they turn it into arena fighter. They they just need to stop doing it. I think R D C World said something about that too. They just need to cut all that out, bro. They be like, Man, we got uh one punch man and put them in the arena, let them fight. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> but uh no, but they they in touch with that that Japanese marketing, even if or when Final Fantasy VII come to the Xbox, mm-hmm. like it's just the fact that you know, you you know they not gonna release a Final Fantasy on the Xbox and not put it on the PS4. You know they not finna release whatever Japanese market game, whether it's like Gundam or Final Fantasy, Dragon Ball Z, it's not gonna touch the Xbox without touching the PS4 first, or or touch it at the same time. So having that at my disposal, it just, it, it gave me more options basically is what I'm saying. Okay. That's the biggest thing. Now, from my standpoint, I guess it's, and, and it's something I would, I would question for you because um, there's a lot of games that 
that they invest a lot of money into that you have not played, right? And then mm-hmm. there's a lot of games that we have played that neither of these companies invest in. It's more so we just decided these games are interesting and we wanted to play them. And the fact that Game Pass would allow us to not only because they don't they not they don't just have indie games they have games like Red Dead Redemption Two they have GTA Five they had games like Devil May Cry Five they have really strong you know outings for these companies these games come to this Game Pass we have the ability to play them and there's no necessarily entry of level of pay for us to try something I know that you know it was a stint where we would go through games and we would try to figure out what it is we wanted to play and it was kind of like we did not want to spend money on something that we did not find interesting. So we did not give it the opportunity to actually play games. I think Game Pass would, would solve that problem for us if we was to go into the PlayStation 5 with the same issue. I mean, I'm talking about that error when we had Josh buying them <laughs> games digitally and we were like, hey, bro, we took it back already, man. He like, yeah. man, I guess I'll beat the game, man, since I ain't got nobody to play with <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, we had Josh, you my boy, but I hate it have to be you, man. <laughs> we had that fifty on back, a, bro. On a few dummy missions, we were like, man, what's going on? He was like, I don't understand. I just had it a week ago. <laughs> like, man, I'm back at the store, bro. He's like, I had to give it back to John, man. Ain't yeah. touched that dude name at GameStop, John. Yeah. I had to give it back to John. G. Josh had to buy him <laughs> digitally because he was out of the country at the time, and. <laughs> He couldn't play with us unless he bought the U.S. version, so he had to buy it digitally. So um, that's why <laughs> that's why he was getting stuck yeah. with the bill. So that's why I'm saying it's kind of like, uh, I mean, it still happened when he was back as well. It wasn't as if it was just then. We bought stuff after that, too, um, that we just stopped playing. So I just... I think it gives us more of an option to, if we wanted to continue to play games like we, now obviously we our lives are in a different space right now, but it's kind of like gives you the ability to try things without having to necessarily invest so much um, into it. Um, have you, have you took that into like any consideration or are you kind of just more so because you know, I'm more than likely going to get that. And it's like people that you're probably going to play with on that. Cause I know when you tried, when you kind of changed from 360 to PlayStation, you left a lot of people behind like that. And it was kind of like, does that take effect or does that go into a factor of which, which decision you make in regards to what's best for you um, for council wise, or do you kind of not think about that? No, I definitely go into effect. That's why I always have my uh, gamer tag on different people consoles. They be like, oh, Frosthead back online. Some, some, some. We trader X, Y, Z. I'm like, you know, but like not playing with uh, Richard Corey, um, not being able to play with Devin and stuff like that. I mean, it did was kind of, it was kind of like, dang, I wish I could play with them. But then that's when I started playing with y'all too, though. And like, um, it was just, I mean, it was just different people to like play with her. I've been playing Richard and them for like, you know, four or five years and stuff, like, basically oh. throughout high school and the uh, first half of college, but then I had met y'all and stuff like that, and I mean, you know, it's still, you know, I, I love Richard, Corey, and Devin and all of them, so I mean, it's, it ain't nothing, it's just, I feel like, uh, I mean, Richard, he still played a game, his name Corey, I keep calling him Richard, but, <laughs> but, <laughs> but, uh, given his whole government, <laughs> nah, it, nah, it's, it's, 
that's really a poem, Richard Corey, but I just yeah. caught him that one day, so. Uh, but that's that's Richard Corey. But anywho, uh, playing with y'all, I, I felt like um, y'all was more open to it some degree. Because with them, I used to play Call of Duty, and I still play with them and stuff like that. But, I mean, uh, we just – we just have more uh, willingness to try some games. They probably do it now and stuff. And then they wanted a death box. I mean, an Xbox, a trash box, or you know what I mean. But yeah. they they was finna pay five hundred. I'm like, I'm paying four hundred. I'm finna hop on Death Dog and get the Nova bomb <laughs> some people. You know what I'm saying? Like as simple as that. Yeah. But I mean, if y'all go, obviously it's gonna be different. But I think the biggest thing with the dynamics is like is like life happens. So I used to yeah. play the game more before. And I mean, I'm in PA school now and I can't even cut the game on. But y'all just put me on Overwatch, too. So I'd be in between classes. I'd be like, man, let me uh, try to get over this payload real quick. Let me <laughs> see if I can come slaying that thing with ass real quick. Like, she be in that mother working, bro. I'm like, man. But yeah. uh, nah, like you said, answer your question, though. I mean, if y'all if. You know, the people that I play with definitely plays a role, especially when it comes to the multiplayer games. Um, I don't play them as much as I used to, mm -hmm. um, but it still definitely plays a key role and stuff. Because, I mean, I feel like gaming is social space and things like that. And it's always good to, you know, for us to be talking about, like, you know, the whole reason we own this podcast now, like the little different things, talking politics, talking games, bouncing ideas, being a support group. Um, I like how we was able to you know, support each other and talk about, have like a safe space for us to vent during all the Black Lives Matter and stuff. That stuff ain't went away just to let y'all know, but, you know, it's it's still here. And we, you know, like y'all became like my best friends because of this shared space. Like, so that, that yeah. it definitely plays a role. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's kind of how I feel as well. So, I mean, and, and that's, it, I wouldn't say it's, it's easy for me to say fix it by buying both because that's not, that's not everybody's situation you know what i mean so it's yeah. kind of like um it's it's um it's definitely something you want to take some time in consideration to because you, sometimes you you do last then 2013 to 2020 it's kind of a long time to just invest in something you actually appreciate and do almost weekly you know it's kind of mm -hmm. like as a lot that's a that's a big that's a big investment so the fact that um, and it's back to Microsoft is the fact that they don't have that figured out that people want to feel special when they purchase something and they want to make people feel as if there's a reason to go to it it's, it's kind of important so um, I think they realize that in the value portion of it and they want you to feel as if if you come here even if you don't like these games we got something for you we got you know that's that's kind of yeah. how it feels um, versus Microsoft PlayStation, like we know we got something for you, so y'all gonna pay that price anyway. So it's like <laughs> that's how that's the, that's what it's that's what it's that's what it comes off to me as. Um, and uh, I'm like I said, regardless, gonna buy both. Anything that comes out, I'm more than likely gonna get into it. So it's not it's not something that I'm I'm not capable of doing. It's, it's just more so tempering what my thoughts are around it into something that's actually valuable for someone that may have to make a tougher decision than I, than I. Yeah. I mean, I, I probably, I, I, like I said, I ain't, I ain't on a, I'm on a fence between both of them still. I ain't sold on either one, but mm -hmm. like you said, that's a totally valid point. Cause I mean, if y'all going to get the Xbox and stuff, I mean, just because y'all got it, I might be more inclined to get it. It mm -hmm. would just have to depend on my situation. Like, 
Um, you say you get them both of them. I don't know what Josh gonna do. Um, he might have another dog at that point, but <laughs> be tied up. But not just. <laughs> but uh, but I, I need y'all to hop on Halo with me. Man, dude, yeah. Halo is dead. Let that game <laughs> die, man. Like they, they we yeah. need to make a statement to, for them to do better, bro. Like they, they the need to. The story make... has been trash, but the multiplayer is still fun. Man, they need to know that Halo is not Halo. Like these not custom games. Yeah. Like them that infection mode on Halo Three. That that was my whole summer in tenth grade. But yeah. they took all that away, especially on Halo Four. Man, they they made like Spartan Flood. Little man, that, that junk was trash, bro. But um, I digress. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't even gonna get into this tangent of how much Halo Halo that hurt my soul, dude. I used to love Halo. Everybody used to love Halo, bro. Man. That's why we played Destiny. It's funny. It's like I didn't play Halo. I didn't get into it, but I know I got a, 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 a infatuation with Destiny for some strange reason. So obviously they make great games. Um, it's just that I don't know. It's um, <laughs> I was watching something. And they were like, they need to get three four three away from Halo. <laughs> they man. they ucking that mug up, man. Nah, and chop, I was chop. just laughing about. It. I was like, I, I I think they so scared to try something different that they don't that that they keep going back to the same. You know, um, this is something that they were trying to do. They are trying to get the old feel of Halo One back. And I'm like, but the but the but the but the game needs to be reinvented. I mean, you can keep that in the gameplay of the, you know, PvP, but the game needs to be reinvented. And obviously, open world is different, but how different can you make open world? That's the point. It's like open world isn't 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 different enough to make me feel like Halo is going to be significantly ch- changed. I just feel like it's going to be now those same missions and interactions in the open space. So yeah. That's it's, the problem, um, and I hopefully that they hopefully they solve to it, and they have. I don't. I have never seen it where Halo had great narrators and great like Witcher three dialogue. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't like that. It was always just something where you felt like you were doing cool stuff, and at least that's what y'all told me. It's like you're doing cool stuff. You're you're on a mission. So I don't see how 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 developed and intriguing something like that would be to play an open world. Ghost of Tsushima isn't, um, I, I, no matter how much I love that game, it's still an open world game. So at some point while I was playing, I got tired of doing um, the side stuff because I just felt like it wasn't as important and it wasn't as meaningful. So even if the way they experience it and how they, how you kind of, um, how you interact with the world and how the world interacts with you in a, in a cool way, it doesn't take it from the fact that it's still an open world game and open world games tend to have fluff. So I don't understand yeah, how, yeah. and I love that, that, that realm. I love just playing as a samurai, just running around doing stupid shit. Like I would never play with the, um, <laughs> I told you guys, I never played, I never wanted to play as a ninja or do any of the ghost stuff because I felt as if that wasn't the samurai way. Cause I was just going around the world and doing what I wanted to do, you know? So, Man. uh, I love that game and yet I still got bored with open worldness. I, and it's, it gets boring after a while. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I think it's, um, I think it's, it's still to, t- the, the verdict is still out. Um, there may be some epic moments where you fighting big mech 
like um <laughs> you get some metal gear solid stuff going on. i don't know i don't think they could do much with it honestly um and they too scared they just threw a grappling hook on you and was like we changed the game y'all <laughs> like, i don't know if that i don't know if that changes the game but with the demo they didn't show enough of the new stuff other than like they show weapons but the weapons is not what's gonna make people interested I've seen stuff after that sounds more interesting, but mm-hmm. but really the only thing they can do is make it not the generic first person open world game. Like I don't want to do side quests in Halo. I don't want to go talk to NPCs or anything like that. It's really just about the game itself. Obviously, every everybody wants to make Breath of the Wild, but Breath of the Wild they just let you do whatever. Like you yeah. go here, you find this weapon. You go here, you find this dungeon you go here you do this because it's open there's no rules to it whereas if they could have that type of experience in open world that would be great but with halo there's not really much you can do other than you know more enemies to fight kind of and you know maybe there's like more story mission like um, I, I don't know if halo does on on the ring does it is there like npcs that's just humans there or well the there shouldn't be any humans other than the military. That, That's but, what I'm saying. It's like, how do you make that interesting? I don't get it. I don't know what they're trying to work on. Like, literally the hardest genre, or let me say, the genre that I found the least amount of consistent joy is like open world games. I just felt like they too hard to do. Like you said, they got a lot of fluff. It's a lot of, I remember people's like, I'm not playing Red Dead because I don't feel like riding horses all day. Um... <laughs> You, I don't feel like talking to this NPC. I'm just trying to get to the story mission, especially when games like throttle your progress and make mm-hmm. you do like X amount of like quests or whatever. Assassin's Creed. To, yeah, they they like slow. Are you like I'm just trying to see what's the next cutscene. I ain't gonna hold you. Final Fantasy did a little bit of it with their cutscenes, with their little side quests. It wasn't as bad, mm-hmm. but some of them was a little like, you know, it. They have like a you can kind of understand the character a little bit and. Like, okay, well, they want me to go do this because of this has happened and it ties to the story, you know, loosely. But some of them be like, um, hey, can you um can you go kill five rats for me? Like, why five? <laughs> like, what? But yeah. so I mean, all that fluff and stuff, I don't know what Halo is going to do. I'm not saying they having like a true, true open world. I feel like the only game I I can't even speak on GTA because I never actually beat a GTA story or whatever, but um like you said, just that fluff, though, man. That that fluff. That's that's what makes the open world game like the hardest thing to perfect without having that when they don't get that uh, linear, you know. But I will say Zelda did a pretty good job because with Zelda, it was open world, but it was like it was better because you can interact with the environment. There, there was, I mean, they had limitations obviously and stuff, but there was little limitations like you can ride a horse and. Like, you know what I'm saying? Just go in the water or you can swim. You can, they have you like got lightning life coming things. around. Yeah. Yeah. You put up like your cooking. metal sword. You, you can, yeah. your, your fire, if you interact with something else, it's going to burn. It was like yeah. so much stuff that they like, they made sure that you felt like you were um, impacting the world anyway, anytime you were doing something, whatever you were doing, you're impacting the world. 
So I sat there and watched my wife just sit there and literally try to find all the cooking recipes and try to figure out how to make the foods because everything interacted with one another. And then she would try to figure out how to, um, and then when she figured out that you, if you burn grass and it, it makes a gust of wind. So it was kind of like her exploring and just finding stuff that was like, they don't tell you about it. It's just there. So it's just there. that's what makes that game so special. Um, you got the random versus, enemies that get out at the yeah. random time of the day and you got the um you like I was I was watching Simone play the game and she literally told me like oh I didn't know you had to do that in order to beat this dungeon I had beat it because I did this like just the fact that you mm-hmm. can do different things there's more than one way to skin a cat in that game and that's what make it feels open that that idea that you can do whatever you you can have an open mind think outside the box Mm-hmm. which make you feel like it's an open world and it was a lot of times i'm just walking around and you know some uh the little wizard 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 folk whatever things called you know they'd come out i fight them or whatever um i might come across one i ain't never seen before and stuff like that you are oh okay i never seen him i wonder you know why he came up is he tied to something or um you know you find this little I mean, it's just little things like you can just be walking around. It's nighttime, and then you like, oh, hold on, let me go catch one of these little fairies or fireflies, whatever the ones mm-hmm. that um, bring your health back. Like it was yeah. just always something like kind of, but it like pique your interest. Yeah, I think that's what that's what open world needs to kind of thrive to be. Ghost of Tsushima tries its different ways where it's like it doesn't. It's like a minimalistic type of. Um, waypoints it doesn't try to give you stuff just randomly it just it just basically it's like how you how you interact with the world and how you actually you know discover things is what's special about it but once you discover it it's pretty simple you know what i mean it's kind Mm -hmm. of um it's kind of that exploration that they nailed where it's like okay i'm just gonna go ride this way and see what happened and then you got a bird that's come fly next to you and okay it's gonna take me off the beat path so it's kind of like that's oh, yeah. that special moments that kind of ca- they captured well, but once you get to the actual activity, it's just the same, you know. So yeah, would you um call ODST open like open world, Jimmy? Mm, honestly, I don't even remember ODST like that. I remember walking around and then you play like different like flat like like flashbacks and stuff or see what happened while I knew Mombasa at like I remember yeah. I remember specifically like I was playing with Buck one time and I think it was like daytime instead. So like Well how the game work is uh, you're in the city and you can get those story missions not completely out of order, but some of them you can do before you do another one. So you can kinda do stuff in any order depending on where you went in the city. So like yeah, you can go do the mission with Buck and then you you know go through the mission on the bridge and go to the only site and stuff like that um and those are like flashbacks whereas like your mic's breaking up Josh. City, oh my bad um those those were like flashbacks um where you do those missions with the other people and then in real okay. time you're in the city um and because you had the freedom to do the missions kind of in any order it kind of felt more open, but it was still pretty linear because of like the city and its size and the place, the streets you can go down. Um, but I was just because I, I was reading stuff about Halo 
uh, infinite and what they wanted to do. Like I put a GIF in um, this uh, chat. If y'all see it, it, it's like you can grab onto like a ship and then just jump off and stab stuff with the sword. And it, it seems like they want to have a more free way to approach stuff, but not like a Assassin's Creed type way. I guess more like a, a just cause where you have so many tools, you can just go in any direction and do stuff. Yeah. But they, they're they not like showing that they're showing the traditional Halo gameplay with no ADS um but they still got sprinting and stuff like that so people can recognize it so they can get back those old halo fans but they're not showing the new content about why why did you make it open world right i mean it's all it's all you know because i mean that looks pretty fun actually to ride around in your in your ship and just be able to interact with the world immediately and just jump out that's Mm -hmm. that's interesting that's something i feel like actually showcases the the ability to in real time interact with the world in no load times and go from one space to another you know that's showcasing mm-hmm. the power of the system that showcases what the console can do and it showcases that all this stuff is baked in the memory and it's not actually being loaded in you just you just go and that's it mm-hmm. but they didn't do that what they showed was a lot of pop in a lot of a lot of slow a lot of gameplay a lot of slow gameplay wasn't as explosive as it should be the even the sh- even the grenades didn't hit hard you know what i mean it was just kind of like what is this it looks like halo one is that a good thing or a bad thing yeah i i think that they they missed the mark so um even when they were showing case in the shields and like how the the like the um overshields for the enemies and how they looked and then like I was watching Digital Foundry's video and they were showcasing how it looked previously to that in uh, Reach and it just looked so much yeah. better and I'm just like, I don't know what they were doing I don't know if they kind of like, just kind of threw this together because of the pandemic or people, this, the, the, they were suspecting that this was like a really, really early build back in like June but um, then again, that's still June it's not like it's that long ago uh, it was supposed to be it was supposed to be prepped and ready for E3, but then it got scrapped, and this is what they were using to kind of um, showcase it. And now the game looks far superior than that, but they don't have the ability to demo something and get something live, so they use the old stuff. So this is like so an early March. Mm-hmm. Should they, with the Xbox coming out, people saying like November time is supposed to come out, and Halo is supposed to be holiday. They didn't. They never said it's day one, but it's like launch time. Uh, do you think they should just delay um, Halo? No, I don't think that's gonna help them. Honestly, I think it's gonna be another crackdown situation. Oh, we gonna delay and make it better, and then crackdown came out. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say. I don't. I don't think. Uh, <laughs> I think they. They. I don't, need to, I don't think any. They. They just be. gonna be avoiding the inevitable disappointment. Yeah. Um. I, go ahead. Sorry. Kind of. I think that if they could, well, one of those technical issues like they can fix with time. Like obviously, pop in, they, it's easy to fix. Mm-hmm. But they they got bigger issues like with the lighting and stuff, and their overall how the um, it's just presented in the game. They can't like change the whole game, but there's other stuff they can polish. I feel like the game should not come out without that um, uh, ray tracing patch available. It, it should not come out with the uh, not having the option to choose between if you want the 
you know, um, I guess not native 4K options, just so you can have better draw distance or whatever, so that you, if you're gonna, if your game is not gonna be the graphical powerhouse like um, it looks like a Ghost of Tsushima, you at least gotta have all the features there where people can get the experience that they want. They want the 4K or they want the ray tracing and things like that. So the game should not be coming out in like a missing state. And uh, especially like the multiplayer, because they, they haven't come out with any with it. And there was a rumor going around, but they said that it's not true that the multiplayer is in fact in a launch day one. Mm-hmm. But they should this game should not be missing anything. And I think that Microsoft can put it off just, you know, a couple months to make it the best that it can be because the issue with the older halo games like four and five is they came out and they were okay but they're missing content and the game already is kind of mediocre to some people and it's missing content and that just makes the whole franchise overall look bad so don't repeat those same mistakes where launching a game that's not ready like i mean yeah they shouldn't be scrambling to put together e3 demo two months after it's supposed to be available you know yeah i I mean first off they garbage i'm gonna just leave it at that still (laughs) right (laughs) that's still stand but um i'm gonna be honest like with with gaming like nowadays and stuff like that i ain't been having a whole lot of faith when they like push when they put games off so like first off when they show their little they say like this the alpha or um just a little you know what they say what's the worst they use when they just trying to demo um but in, i'm gonna just say for in progress build in progress yeah build, this, a, this is an early build early build that's what i'm thinking of mm-hmm. early build you know that's the alpha um i don't really feel like that means a whole lot at this point because i think most games that i've seen that was like an alpha or whatever they they're the same game they might have changed, you know, very, very minor things. The game is built like 90% of they might change certain things or whatever. And I mean, this is from my sample size. This is by no means like definitive and all this type of stuff. Cause I, I mean, y'all know better than I do, but most times when I see a game, when they talk about the alpha, the beta, the early build, all this type of stuff, the game's the same. When they delay it, the game is the same. To my knowledge, they didn't, it's not any, it's not any visible changes, whether it's a glitch or something that they fix. Um, you know, let's just say they might release the game a little bit later. Maybe they fix like a couple game breaking bugs or something like that within a code, but it's not anything that's gonna like change the game. Like overall, I think the game I seen probably undergo the biggest change, like post release, was maybe like Black Ops One because that game was incomplete and stuff like that. I remember some stuff. I feel like it didn't like render and stuff like some of the like grass and you know, the little, when you was in like Vietnam and Black Ops 1 and stuff like that, but mm-hmm. I don't know. Basically, I just don't got a lot of faith. I remember they talking about the Bloodborne Alpha. I remember somebody had a video. They had picked up some items. It was the same items that was in the game when the game first came out. And if I go cut that mug on right now, them same items are going to be there from the Alpha build. So it's like, you well, know, it don't... Well, I, well, I guess you got you to gotta temper your Alphas to what they are meant to be. They're meant to test the game as in like stress or whether it's stressing the servers or is it stressing the uh, testing the like uh, fundamentals most of the stuff yeah. is already c- completed it's it, alpha is more so like um, 
like uh like the fake beta they don't want to just admit it as a beta so yeah, most of that stuff when you're looking at alphas yes you already know that stuff is already done if it's if not it was a true alpha yeah. it wouldn't have any textures or anything right like, you would just be looking at uh, wireframe <laughs> <laughs> so it's kind of like this is stuff that they already solidified in their design and their creations <laughs> and they built all the stuff alphas are kind of like um it is like the one step before a beta when you're in alpha you pretty much like you you're 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 bug testing and you're stress testing and you're kind of like just trying to make sure everything fundamentally is sound but everything that you have there is not changing they may change like how the ui looks how they change like the 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 how you interact with um uh, a certain object or a button but they're not going to change much um and that's where you want to temper your your expectations for alpha because most of the time when we got the destiny alpha it was the same game as destiny so um okay no that, that makes sense yeah that, that's why i said i wasn't entirely sure i will say like even with um with final fantasy episode dusky mm-hmm. or dusky whatever you call it i feel like they changed the game a significant amount but i still feel like um they had a lot more time from the time because when did that beta come out? It came out like in or outward demo. It came out what I think it was. It came out the same time as Type Zero, and that's probably like that. Probably came out a like months before that. Maybe like six months. I feel like I'm trying. To, well, type, type Zero came out in 2015. Um, it was probably like February, somewhere be around Bloodborne. It's around like 2015, but then 15 ended up coming out in November 2016. So they had over a year in time to a year and some change to even you know adjust um, how it played yeah so i mean i feel like that's a significant amount of time where they can do a lot of things but if they just gonna push halo back like a couple months and stuff i don't feel like they're gonna really be able to change much i mean um i don't think that like i said i think that the showing what they did was bad halo is not going to be the the stopper the you know the the game changer per se it's going to be the um it's going to be the game that kind of it's 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 fundamentally supposed to be the game that's supposed to show off awesome gameplay and what the what the console does to make it make the gameplay more fun like bigger battles um stronger um like bigger fields obviously being open world will do that but the way they presented that open world did not showcase what is changing what's different plus they're trying to be faithful to the xbox one because this is another game that comes to the xbox one as well so they have to temper their expectations and temper what we can actually do because it has to still run on that old console so a lot of stuff is being held back on this game and they should have already released something for it they should have had us in the development of this game so we already have seen it so our expectations were not so high for this game to be a showcase for the console because even if it if it is capable of being that showcase they didn't do it well um when they first dropped that first initial trailer and everybody was like in awe because of how chief looked and the lighting and all this stuff if they thought that that was for no reason at all, they should have thought they should have thought differently. Because the reason why we liked it is because it looked at next gen. For them to be able to, you know, instantaneously transform from like pressing start, even pressing start and going straight into the game, 
people don't even realize that man they think that's just a cut i mean that's something that happened but nobody cares about it and nobody's going to talk about it because how the game looked it's like <laughs> everything is going to be downplayed because of what you did to the actual creation of the game so i think they need to do a better job of showcasing why infinite may be the showstopper that it should be and um people have to at this point i just don't like the fact that we have to um that they set the expectation and then they didn't deliver um i don't like that i wish they would have just stated that it wasn't going to be this you know to end all type of showcase they should have just show we're going to be showing off some good gameplay we're going to have some halo infinite we're going to have um a few story snippets they could have they could have shown more of of a story versus the actual gameplay outside they could have shown more inside hopefully they got like some type of dungeon type deals they could have had something inside where we have this you know some some big epic moment within the story without giving away much but they didn't do that they just showed the gameplay outside boring looking like you're just doing something you know for the sake of doing it it didn't seem as if the objective was that interesting to do you just ride the elevator so it kind of made it seem like it was it was boring so that's on top of that then you got the grass disappearing and popping in when you walk past it so it's just it was just a bad show a bad it was a bad case of the bads <laughs> <laughs> uh but, but let's man, you know people gonna love that game man i'm, I'm the people that's gonna uh, they got strong hands I got weak hands, so I don't care about it. <laughs> yeah. Shake the weak hands. Yeah, man. Shake the weak hands, man. I don't know. This game is this game is definitely um I'm definitely gonna play it, obviously. I got game pass till twenty twenty two. Um but Dang Yeah, man. They, they You got that. <laughs> that boy holding on. Tight. Holding on tight. Man. Right. man, it was a dollar. <laughs> Dollar it's make you dollar. holler, yeah, man. It's a dollar. A dollar a month? No, you you buy. It was like this thing you could do where you um purchase, uh, you you re up your subscription for three years and then you upgrade to ultimate for a dollar. So I bought three Xbox Live Golds and then you upgrade to a dollar and it converts it all to Game Pass Ultimate. Gee, that boy got the game. That boy. Yeah. So that that mug till twenty twenty two, fam. <laughs> I got yeah. all the games coming. I'm like, I'm definitely going to be able to play a few things before I have to really start paying. But, yeah, I was like, I know there's going to probably be something that they're going to keep going with. So I just went ahead and did it. Um, but Impulse, man. Impulse, man. That was a long time ago, though. <laughs> that was like that was like three. That was like a year ago now. Yeah, because I did it for three years. So You know, it's like eight months. And I just <laughs> like... <laughs> <laughs> no, I think it's seven something twenty twenty two. So I think it's like two years exact. But um I guess we can um talk about what we got, how much time we got. We got about um ten minutes. Interesting. So um we had a few other topics that we wanted to discuss, but I think we're we're gonna hold off on those uh, for now. Um what anything like Anything that you guys, in regards to the PlayStation Five and the Xbox, that you wanted to get across, something that we may have may have missed, that y'all saw. Uh, they need to put Overwatch and make sure Ash is on there. 
on the PS5 so I can get back to slaying that thing. Whether it's on the PS5 or Xbox, they need to put her on there. Great mm-hmm. character. 10 out of 10 would recommend. <laughs> 10 out of 10 would recommend. Okay, that's easy peasy. <laughs> what about uh, the... Um, what, I mean... I mean, I, I I like Overwatch, but all it's going to do is, like, the reason that I bought Overwatch again and we started playing it again because Josh said, and I think I, he, he, he checked his facts, so I believe him, that uh, if you have the older games, you're gonna, they're not going to split the player base and that you're going to continue to be able to play Overwatch 2 with everybody else that plays into Overwatch 2 because, really, Overwatch 2 is nothing but story. And, like, I look like... Look like from that trailer that we was watching that it may be also kind of a League of Legends-like or um, whatever their Blizzard hero game is where you upgrade as you continue to play. Um, yeah, RPG stuff. Yeah. So, I think that's only for this story and it might have like a separate mode from the uh, classic Overwatch stuff. And then they got the new push mode which seems interesting where it, where it actually does change dynamically from push to pull. So I was actually looking forward to something like that in Overwatch. So um, we we have recently gotten back into Overwatch. We put it down for quite a while. Uh, Josh never did, but we did. Me and Jalen. Um, but yeah, I'd have I'd have picked it back up if Josh told me Ash was in there. Right? <laughs> I'd have been back in that. I'd have been in the field. Man, Ash be, ain't nothing but having, uh, uh, bro. She'd be having people in a blender. <laughs> She she kind of like McCree, really. Man, but she got that TNT, man. You be then she be slow. I be like, man, she working, bro. Jalen only Jalen only plays for his hero moments. And I be in there trying to go crazy. Uh, but I mean, some things that um, just to take it back to the showcase, they ended up um, some things that I did enjoy. Everwild that seemed really cool. Um. It was just a lot of stuff that, obviously, that they're diverse enough and everything's coming to Game Pass, seeing how I already bought into the ecosystem. Um, I'm happy to see that stuff. Um, other things, kind of like uh, uh, Medium, still looked interesting to me. Um, that is another open, kind of split split world uh, horror game. Kind of reminded me of a lot of Evil Within, so... Stuff like that always piques my interest. Um, something I want to play. So there is stuff that that they had that I will enjoy to play. I just it's just that the like again the showstoppers, but some stuff that is definitely on my radar from that company, and um, it's good to see that they're at least putting up a fight in their studio, seeing that to be able to have a lot of freedom and creativity and control around their games. They don't have to kind of hit fit up hit hit boxes and hit certain criterias um yeah. which may be a better you know workspace than than people think and give respect to um because it seems like they, they can visualize their creation to to their entirety it doesn't seem like they have to fit a box or check a few things off uh, which is cool so um for me there were a couple things, games I was interested in. Uh, the number one was the um, the Obsidian stuff, mm-hmm. uh, like Avowed, because I liked Outer Worlds a lot. I feel like it is a better game um, than like the recent Fallout games. 
and Bethesda nowadays is, is trash anyways with how they treat their like franchises. Yeah. So if Obsidian can make a Skyrim style game, but better, I think that would be great for uh, Xbox because there is a a big market um, for those style of games. It's definitely going to come out before them anyway. (laughs) Bethesda is going to take their sweet, 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 sweet time. And it's going to be copy paste Skyrim. So. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And then. um, But they got to repackage it two more times before that. So. (laughs) Well, it's it's almost on everything. Yeah. Series X ain't got it. They got it. They got it. Yeah, extra triple, 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 double, triple. <laughs> they go. They got. They got. They got to hit up their boys at Square Enix to figure out how they do it so well. Um, Square Enix, Yeah, mostly Obsidian. I feel like that's a really good get from them. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the other ga- studios, they're a lot smaller. Like Psychonauts Two seems interesting, but it's not my type of game. game. Yeah. Um, yeah, uh, Sinnoh's Sacrifice, I've, I wish they would have shown more. Yeah. Um, it, that's probably going to be their best looking game, but yeah. I, I want to see what they're going to do to, if anything, to expand it, or they're you know really just going to rely on the story. Um, but really, for me, it was just Halo. Um, mm-hmm. Even though the showcase wasn't um, exciting, Mm-hmm. I feel like what they've shown is a is good for someone who is a Halo fan. The, the type of guns, the gameplay um, that they have is good because uh, I feel like even though three four three has done um, a lot of things that people don't like with the Halo franchise, I feel like they've at least modernized the gameplay where it doesn't feel too old. Like if you go back to play Halo One, a lot of people don't like that type of game where you can't aim down sights and stuff like that. Um, so at least the gameplay I feel like will be fun um, but the overall package they, they just gotta show that they can deliver it because um, I guess I'm still looking for a FPS to play other than Destiny um, right now nice. you know, Destiny got another couple months before they figure out what they're doing and um, if Halo comes out and has you know decent multiplayer I'll probably play it for a while um, so we'll see. Yeah. Yeah. Um I think that's the um that's the new the the next thing is figuring out what we want to jump into next. And I think if Halo Infinite is good enough that, that could be something. But I mean, um I'm still, you know, obviously Beyond Light is coming to Game Blast, boys. So y'all gotta get it. Yeah, it's gonna be free. It's, well, not free, but it's going to be 15 bucks, and you get the whole thing. Don't worry about it. Get the season pass with it. Uh, so, I mean, I mean, we can, we can finish our adventure there, fellas. <laughs> if y'all want to give it another chance. But, uh... Man, I don't even know what Beyond Light is. Man, that's Destiny. What you mean? Man, you Destiny garbage, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I got that bash in the night and... Man, stop they, the light level on me. Now I really can't compete with them. I'm like, man. Stop disrespecting it, man. Yeah, you can't, can't compete. Handle. They always gonna love that level. Don't worry. Nah. Beyond light, they're gonna I, give us another, they're gonna give us a clean slate. Clean slate, yeah. man. Nah, they be on there clapping me, bro. I'd be like, man. <laughs> when I had that bashing, I was good for like a week or two, you know. 
I have people in the blender, but man, they they up that white level on me, and them people is not playing the game the way it's supposed to. Mm-hmm. I can't compete with talking them. about trials. Yeah, well. Well, I mean, people are dedicated, you know. We not, we not, we. Well, I was there, but I wasn't being met at the same t- intensity. So obviously, it wasn't gonna be, the, it wasn't gonna work out. So amazing or cheating, bro. I mean, I was cheating a little bit too, but I mean, but dang, they <laughs> was cheating a whole lot. Right? <laughs> I want to appreciate everybody t- tuning in and listening. That's gonna be the wrap for us on this one. Um, we're gonna still I, obviously. We're, we're expecting to have content come out every two weeks now on a regular schedule. Um, but, yeah, stay tuned. And thanks for listening. This is the House of Will podcast.